This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Um, and this is audio of Wendy Williams pronouncing the name of English singer, songwriter, and model. That's Wikipedia bio. Dua Lipa. Okay. What What do you think about Dua Lipa? Is there a longer, like... Like does she does she then say it right or does she just say Dula Peep? Like <laughs> Okay. What what do you think about Dula Peep? Dua Lipa. Dua I mean this is this is the sort of thing that always happens with Wendy Williams clips. Like no one ever watches the full hot top. Like it, the context doesn't matter. You know? <laughs> but I also just like it's um, It's so fleeting. The starting is okay, what do we think about <laughs> what do we think about Dua Lipa. That's the classic Wendy, like clap if you clap if you care about Dula Peep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> clap if you care. What do we think about Dula Peep? And I bet like half of the audience applauded, and then she moved on to something else. And then she Dua Lipa responded, and she retweeted, and she wrote, "Is this a new Kanye song?" I guess she was making fun of like the Kanye, like oh, got all of that, which we'll get to. Oh well, like his terrible his song that was like yeah. beep boop beep boop boop or whatever. Um. Right. So regarding Dula Peep. Dula Peep. <laughs> we um, were listening to Dula Peep. Dula Peep. Uh, this weekend, and I don't know Dula Peep. Dula Peep. Very well. Or <laughs> can you not it's call her things. Dula Peep? <laughs> and one of the Dula Peep songs. Dula Peep started playing, and I was like, "Who is this? I didn't. What is this?" And it was Dua Lipa, and I had no idea. Yeah, he was like, "Ooh, I'm this not is a good familiar song. with her." I thought I was more familiar with her music than I am. Is what I'm saying. That's my roundabout way of saying I relate to Wendy Williams when it comes to Dula Peep. Dula Peep. And then, of course, like. In typical us fashion, there was like a huge like discussion about like Dula Peep's Dula Peep career and like whether she has has a personality. Meanwhile, none of us have met her. Well, I've met her, but like I don't know her, but I've met her. But like, does she have a personality? It's like we don't know her. Like we're you know we are we're experts. We're experts. <laughs> we're like everyone's like I think she should be doing this with her career, and it's like okay, bye. <laughs> we are fanfic experts. We are fanfics at we are experts at assumptions. You know. Yeah, you know? it's true. Dula Peep. Dula Peep. A lot of music was played over the weekend that I did not know, and I suddenly felt very old. But then I realized I just wasn't. It's fine. I'm fine. I was like, I'm not. I'm not old. I'm not what old. I'm not old. Just because I don't know. No. Was it uh, uh, Talia? Um, the one that was like Pax One Three Six or whatever. What's her name? Like some like girl. Like P P word. There was like a Pax. P, P, play plicks plicks. What was her name? I and you were like, oh, you know, it's her. Me, I, I said that. She was. Yeah, it was, and I recognized the song, but I didn't know her name. I mean, I get all of my new music recommendations and literally everything from just like Spotify. Spotify, like, yeah. Spotify just puts stuff on playlists and you just kind of listen to it and either like it or not. Mm-hmm. Let's start the episode. Dula Peep. Dula Peep. Dula Peep. You will drive it. Yeah, 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 they want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 Come on. Lindsay, what's the deal with Ashley, I, and Jared? Because I'm disgusted by them, and you're an expert. You're an expert, but you're also disgusted by them. It's like being an unwilling expert. It's mm-hmm. it's just like I'm the I'm the best one for the job, and I hate it. You know, it's like almost it's like I've been given this gift of knowing about this, and I have to share it. And yet, it's mm-hmm. like I didn't ask for this. You know, yeah. like, I don't want this. Ashley, I, a friend of the podcast, we've interviewed her before, but she's had a big. Um, life moment they're they're she's dating another bachelor contestant she's finally like fallen in love with someone well i don't know if we like actually because when we interviewed her we tried to be like 
we tried to have a little bit of like dignity and we didn't ask her kind of about the things that I think other people ask her about, which is like these relationships and like this guy, Jared, who basically she had like chased all through all of the shows that she'd been on, which is so many shows. Like she's on Paradise. She was on Winter Winter Games. She was on The Bachelor. She was on uh, whatever. She was on a lot of shows. And so she like, you know, loved this guy, made it very clear. It was like one of the big plot lines for her. He's the guy with the very severe chin. Very severe. Oh my God. The chin has been... Like, like extruded like you had a slider in The Sims and you were like, Chin! and it was like, are you sure you want to go that far? And you're like, Wait, yes. That is the second reference to The Sims slider that you've made this weekend. What was the other one? Oh, yeah, yeah, It yeah, yeah, was yeah. Um, Azalea boobs. Banks boobs in <laughs> in her new Azalea video. Azalea Banks boobs in her new video look like she Sim slidered the boobs to the far end of the slider. Yeah. <laughs> and his chin Do looks like kind he's... Of- kind of look like though you know the, the TLC music video Unpretty where she's like in the fake doctor's oh. office and, <laughs> yes, and they yes. like show her he's like her boyfriend's like whoop and then makes the boobs like really big and she's like no it looked like that <laughs> yeah but it was real life anyway so back to Ashley I and Jared we talked we if you were at our show on last week which was honestly so good like oh my god it was god. a great show oh my god I oh love my that show. god you, what a great show oh if you weren't there like you missed out and mm-hmm. you should come see us in live apparently so in in, well in new york and then hopefully other places so um i did kind of like a recap because basically what was the most offensive thing about this new relationship these two finally got together after like three years of like this unrequited this very public unrequited romance was they Mm -hmm. was ashley i not the bachelor not abc not anyone her specifically she put out a 44 minute long youtube video like talking about their relationship like this is not just This is content beyond your wildest, like, nightmares, you know? (laughs) Last season, I went on a search to find love stories, to be inspired and learn from them in hopes that one day I could use that knowledge to find my own love story. Well, guess what? I found my person, and here I am today to share with you the story of us. 44 minutes, and so... He doesn't seem... The thing that makes the video so fascinating, because I didn't really get it until Lindsay edited it down, and then I was watching it, and I was like, oh... And then, because I wasn't going to watch that whole thing, fortunately she did, he, what makes it so unnerving and weird is that he doesn't, it seems so like painfully one-sided. So then a couple weeks later, I got to go to a date on Caitlyn's season live in New York, a taping. And the first thing I asked the producers was, is Jared here? Where's Jared? Where's Jared? And then they're like- she hasn't stopped asking since. (laughs) He doesn't want to be there. That's sort of what he's projecting well, in the video. So and she's so emotionally charged. I think if you right. listen to the episode, she's so... The second I pulled this out of the envelope, I started crying before even opening it. Because only somebody who really, like, really gets me would get this for me. <laughs> you know? I got you. She's just very emotional. She's like crying one minute, laughing one minute. She's just everything. She's a very emotional person. And he's a man of few words. And he's kind of like the silent guy. And I think it's built up after so long. And and even if he really, even if this really is a thing, which again, still, I'm still a little split because, you know, these Bachelor people, they need to stay in the spotlight. Like they'll do whatever it takes. And so he's still, compared to her, he is like, almost still has kind of a like, get me out of here face. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the words coming out of his mouth do not match his eyes. What I see deep in his eyes. 
But that just might be him. You know, that might be just him. Sure, sure. And also it might be the comparison of their insane personalities. Anyways, Mm -hmm. the best thing about them is now that they're together, they are, you know, flaunting their new relationship and they're doing sponsored content together. So it's like, it's really like just, you know, when two powers combine, we have this like superpower to sell garbage. I left that conversation with him not just admitting that he was jealous, but also that he had feelings. And you kind of alluded to wanting to be with me. I don't think you said it just like that, though, in that conversation. I go, well, I finally got my chick flick. <laughs> like, could I have been in more of a romantic comedy situation? You know, I was like, now you're telling me this now? I know. Uh, I also didn't want to, you know, talk to you and, and make it seem like I was presenting this idea of, well, drop everything. I want to be with you now. Um, if you watch the video, you'll understand. And now, you know, we have P- Us, Us Weekly already announced their relationship. And now the newest headline is Ashley I jokes about people being sick of Jared Haibon romance as they vacation in Hawaii photos. And it's like, oh, my God. They're like, oh, we're <laughs> People must be so sick of us. And it's like, you Calls have... the pops. No. Calls right, the pops. Right. And they're selling like bathing suits and um, they got a free trip to somewhere where they are. St. Lucia or something? Didn't they go to St. Lucia? St. Lucia. They got... It was, it was free. <laughs> it was free, free Great. Anyway, Be in that relationship. Get free stuff. Yeah. Get it while you can. Get it while you can. Who and knows how long this economy is going gonna, is gonna to benefit people like that. I don't know. I don't know. Take advantage of it while you can. If they get engaged look out for another 40 minute long video because like you can't what's really funny is that ashley i people would normally you know make up uh, a notes app or a really long instagram story ashley i is a broadcast journalism major doesn't she have a master's degree in broadcast journalism she made a video she made a video video. 44 minutes and it's also just one of those things where if i had embarrassed myself by chasing some guy for so long maybe i would want to shove it in everyone's faces okay i changed my mind yeah it worked (laughs) Maybe it worked. She's like, Maybe it worked. It worked. It worked. It worked. God. People are going to fucking hate us. Speaking of it worked, <laughs> Janina Gavankar. Janina Gavankar. Remember when like, I it thought worked. we would never talk about Janina Gavankar again and yet? Remember seven days ago? <laughs> No, Goodbye, Janina Gavankar. But then we sort of knew. In the episode, we sort of knew. We're like, let's not speak too soon. Because she seems like the type. And it turns out she's the type. So she's the type. Who is she again? She is, um, let's not get dragged again. She's she is Poppy from the L Word. <laughs> she's Poppy from the L Word. She's friends with Meghan Markle. Was on the show Suits. Was she? Um, I don't think she, she was. was. She was. She wasn't on it at all. I think she was on it for partly. No, I think Janina's like from somewhere else. I don't know if Janina was on Suits. I think Janina was on um, True Blood. And oh, True Blood, right. They're the just L friends. Word. That's what it was. Right. God. Janina's like They're kind just of, friends. Janina's not part of the Suits crew. She's kind of a even more, ra- if you were like, oh, could we get any more random? That's Janina. And now another big reason to be excited about True Blood this season, our senior music correspondent, Adam Weisler, is on a yacht with one of its breakout stars. Hey, Mario, we're here with Janina Gavankar. Hello. Going from shapeshifter to ship shape. See what we did there? Just an older friend of Megan's. Right, right, right. I forgot about the True Blood angle because yeah. she's a shapeshifter. Yes. Anyway, so we were like, it? she's the one who hot, tried to high five the guard and got rebuffed. She's iconic. She did not get invited to the actual like after party so thing. She, she left just went straight home. Immediately she after went the straight wedding. Straight home after the wedding. <laughs> 
She wore that iconic outfit. She went straight home. Well, also, she went straight to Town & Country Magazine. Why Town & Country, I could not tell you. But somehow, Town & Country <laughs> Magazine got the exclusive on Janita Govankar's like, post-wedding like dial-down, you know? Mm-hmm. In fact, when she, when asked what she hopes for Meghan in her new life as a newlywed royal, Govankar says simply, I hope for as much privacy as possible. As much as the world will allow them, I hope for more. Truly. And then goes on to literally like tell everything that happened. <laughs> you notice that? Yes. Each table was named for a food that is said differently in America and the UK. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato, oregano, oregano. She said, it was so sweet. There were so many nods to the beautiful mashup of two cultures. First of all, let's not get crazy about, let's not get crazy about like the beautiful mashup of two cultures. Okay. America and the UK. <laughs> Wait, they pronounce what? things differently. <laughs> you know, she talked about Harry's speech. She talked about all this other stuff. And it's like, I thought you wanted to give them privacy. You're the only one spilling anything, Janina. I know. There was also, I noticed this is, from before but she she wrote on her instagram that she like everyone was asking about her dress this dress that she wore and she told the mm-hmm. story about how like her and her stylist reached out to all these designers and no one was responsive so that's a if, quote no one was responsive so if you're if you're wondering if anyone knew who janina govankar really was before the royal wedding the answer is like literally a million percent percent no because nobody would give her a dress do they just not believe her because uh, wouldn't maybe you go out of your way to get your dress shown off at the royal wedding Obviously, they underestimated the power of Janina Govankar because I did not know who she was so until we. last week. And now I love her. <laughs> now I love her. Um, this is from Us Weekly. The actress said that she initially chose not to make it known that she was attending the wedding out of respect for Prince Harry and, suits alum- and the Suits alum, 36. Quote, in the end, this was a wedding, an actual wedding between two people who are real people that fell in love. And people who know them know this is a private moment that was not allowed to be private. It wasn't a priority for me to have my publicist announce I was going. My priority will always be my friend. I'm not there for you. I'm there for her. And then she said... (laughs) While giving the interview is a real wild way to say that. Gavankar admitted that at first she was nervous that the pair wouldn't have enough privacy during their big day, but she was relieved to find out how loving the onlookers were. Once I was there, I got to see the people that were on the grounds with us. Sharing that with them was unexpected and heartwarming. I really thought that I'd be shaken by how public public the whole thing was, but I wasn't. She is perfect. She's perfect. Do you think that She's doing a bit. Publicist She's trying said, to make herself whatever you do, just say privacy over and over again. Over and, so and over she and over again. Malfunctioned and like had a little bit of like a glitch where she just kept saying privacy, 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 privacy. I can't get over town and country. Like I just like yeah, how talk, mad like, is... it's like talking to horse and hound. It's am I right? <laughs> the film's great, and um, I just w- was wondering whether you ever thought of having um, more uh, horses in it. It's it's just like was TMZ not did TMZ not answer the phone for Janina like did they not know what happened what happened what was miscommunication It seems there? like people do not believe her it seems like we're having no. a very big pretty woman situation where she's showing up with all the crumpled cash and everyone's kicking her out of the store and she's like trust me I'm going to the royal wedding look here's a picture and of me like, and Megan and they're <laughs> yeah, like Janina. Oh, yeah right we've seen yeah Janina <laughs> now Janina's parlaying that true blood fame into her true passion cutting her debut album. On all of my days off lately, I've been in the studio making music again, and I'm actually releasing an EP this summer, and Randy Jackson is executive producer. Jennifer Garner and the Ants. So are the Ants the Who's? I feel like the Ants are the Who's. That's what I meant here. (laughs) Um, So we don't have to talk about this long, which I always say, and I hate saying it. It's a tick at this point. But as you know, Jennifer Garner killed her chickens, and... Do the peep. The... (laughs) And... (laughs) 
I'm kidding. Jennifer, Jennifer Garner Garner's- is like We Bought a Zoo. Like Jennifer Garner is running some sort of We Bought a Zoo scheme over on her Instagram. If you haven't seen it, it's like one animal after the other. Now ants. So Regina George, her former chicken, died a couple <laughs> months ago. Natural causes. Natural causes, she claims. Also, this E.T. article about it says, presumably named after the Rachel McAdams Mean Girls character. Okay, presumably. Shut up. <laughs> I guess to fill fill the void left by Regina George, Jennifer Garner got an ant farm, um, which is really funny. And so and it's just very Jennifer Garner. Right? To get an it's ant just farm. so Jennifer yeah. Garner. Yeah. New pets. I bet she named all of them. What's really Jennifer... Actually, what's really Jennifer Garner about this whole thing is that everyone wrote about this it, it's blowing my mind everyone wrote about this to the point that i thought it was missing something but really every story about this is based on a single frame from her instagram stories that is a photo of her new ant farm the iconic ant farm you know with the green trim that looks like a farm maybe six carpenter ants inside and it just says new pets i mean i that's it. part of me that's says all we know about it's this. ridiculous everyone wrote about this. literally every tabloid like dropped what they were doing to write about Jennifer Garner's ants but part of me is like I want to see headlines about Jennifer Garner's ants in my feed <laughs> amongst like the rest of the bullshit like I find joy when I see this uh, Jennifer Garner adds over a dozen quote new pets to her family see the pic I'm like click it's ants I'm loving it like they meant <laughs> a dozen ants <laughs> new pets oh my god and they had to count and they had to count the ants she doesn't name she doesn't they counted count them. the ants herself. They counted the ants. They counted it's the ants. It's hard to count ants at an ant farm. I can barely it's count hard. these ants. Do you think somebody <sighs> fact checked over a dozen? They called and they were like, "Hi, we just I'm calling from uh, Entertainment Tonight, and I just want I, want to double check that there's over a dozen ants in Jennifer Garner's." <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't think we any of us are prepared for the sadness um, that we are going to have to witness when these ants die. Oh, these ants She's are probably to, already dead. When, 12 when 12 of her pets die at kidding? once of natural she's causes, gonna be am I right? inconsolable moving on do we really want to yeah let's fine well Ugh. i just wanted to i hate them okay so i i like i like nile i like nile so nile from one direction and um hallie Haley steinfeld. steinfeld oh my god i'm like who Haley steinfeld <laughs> i really am like honestly like this whole weekend i has really cleaned my palate so i'm back to one so <laughs> seriously so Haley steinfeld you might know as actress slash singer she's had hits and good movies who knew it was possible and she in uh Niall from One Direction are friends and they have been friends for a long time which is funny because if you def- a very long time if you click on links like in J14 magazine which trust me I did you have to give it your birth date never forget so it knows that you're a fucking <laughs> creep and they say that the two were spotted together at a production of Hamilton in January that's when the rumors started and that's when I started my Twitter account twitter.com slash Nally 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 updates, updates. Um, and that is where I write all of my Nile and Haley up. Both their names are spelt so not right that when I They're look at them, I like terribly. have a brain fart. So Nile N I A L L Haley H A I L E E. They they belong together. They belong together. So Nile and Haley, that's where I keep my updates. Um, go check it out at. Please read this one. Nile and Haley are dating. You haters need to accept it. E X C E P T. That's the pinned tweet. That's spelling. Honestly, that spelling, that's the pen tweet. And honestly, no offense, Lindsay, but that sort of makes me suspect that it is you. (laughs) 
Honestly, it's such a good tweet that like I could, this it couldn't weird be me. Naily updates account keeps using idioms incorrectly. What's up with this? I found the Naily updates because I was searching for the reaction on Twitter. I wanted to see if like people were into it, but a lot of people were just kind of saying, "Oh, this has been a thing already." They're friends, and that's what her quote was that she gave because they were at the BBMAs together, or they took a photo together. And the quote was, "Quote: They've been friends for a long, long time and are very comfortable with each other, but it is nothing serious of right now." And then there was this other quote that killed me, which is quote. They sat together at a stage table, taking taking in Diplo's DJ set and sipped on absolute elixir cocktails. Said an onlooker. <laughs> um, excuse me, who is that onlooker? <laughs> like, like somebody who works for Absolute Elixir. Clearly, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, the answer is they are maybe still friends, and they also love to drink their Absolute Elixir cocktails. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? This is a great segue into the next story, which is about. <laughs> Just tablets and not knowing what the hell to do. This isn't a story. I, this is one sentence that I want to read. The headline from Just Jared. Can you read the Gigi whole thing, though? Story? Yeah. And then yeah. We'll, we're done. Gigi Hadid appears to have gotten a haircut with bangs. Okay. <laughs> Just, Here we go. Just Jared. It looks like Gigi Hadid. It looks like. It looks like Gigi Hadid <laughs> is sporting a fresh haircut. The 23-year-old model put her bang and new do on display on her Instagram on Friday. Um, In the selfie video, Gigi's hair and makeup team works on her transformation. Gigi's wet hair is complemented by dramatic popping pink makeup. She tagged her hairstylist Ward Stegerhook, (laughs) makeup artist Fulvia Faroffli, stylist and Italian Vogue editor-at-large Patty Wilson, and Honey Nails. The haircut, wait for the last paragraph of this, the haircut may actually just be a wig for one of Gigi's upcoming gigs, but we're digging it. Check it out below. What the fuck? So basically, the last sentence is just, it's a wig. Wow. Got you. Spoiler alert. It's a wig. Why not just Major say click. Gigi Hadid wears a wig? Well, I guess it's more exciting to do haircut with bangs. And then I click and I'm like, Gigi Hadid got a haircut with bangs? Although, <laughs> to be fair, I don't actually, I don't know if anyone really cares even about this uh, headline. I don't think I I'm... clicked. I cared enough to click, honestly. I was like, oh, Gigi Hadid got a haircut with bangs. <laughs> Should I get bangs? <laughs> no. I am wearing my hair differently lately, Lindsay, as I know, you I know. Will, I'm trendy. I, I have bangs say... now. <laughs> gonna say didn't you just change your hair you're like the way that you move bobby your finger hair. appears to have gotten a haircut with bangs but you don't have bangs don't have bangs i have sort of a the headline would like be f- bobby finger appears to be combing his hair in a different direction <laughs> <laughs> and then i would call you and i would say hi i'm calling from um just jared jr can you confirm or deny that bobby finger has been combing his hair in a different direction and i'd say the haircut might the, the different combing may actually just be for a live show um, as part of his podcast, Who Weekly. But we're digging it. Have you ever cut your own hair? Yes, actually. Uh, before my first Baby Guest campaign, I cut my bangs, and that's why I wore a bandana. What's next? This is really funny to me. You, I like, this. didn't even go deep enough in this, and then I I didn't go deep of... enough, and then you went deeper, and it was even better. Ramona, we're doing some reality show shit. Ramona Singer, Housewives of New York. If you don't care, you don't care. But this is interesting beyond, like, not watching the show. If you watch the show, you're like, Ramona. If not, you're like, why? Ramona was married to someone named Mario. Basically, everyone in Housewives of New York has either left the, is divorced from the husband that they had from the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ramona had a husband named Mario. Mario cheated on her. She caught, famously caught him with the uh, mistress. Her name is Casey. And for some reason, 21 hours ago, she gave an interview or something. She gave an interview to a website called Becky and Boca Show. This is what really (laughs) kills me. 
this is another <laughs> Diana, whatever her face is thing. Diana like, Madison. Diana Madison's like, what is Becky and Boca show? Don't know. Like, literally obsessed with it. Like, she went to Becky and Boca show, and she gave this interview. It says, Mario Singer's former mistress, Casey Dexter, reveals how Ramona Singer caught them cheating, and the messages Ramona sent her, comma, says Avery never accepted her. Avery is the daughter of... Speaking of stealing husbands, we got to go back to uh, Ramona and Mario and your, um, your relationship with Mario. And how did Ramona catch you, or you want to tell us what happened there? So basically, she's like giving this interview, which I didn't watch. Clearly, I don't know, but I mm-hmm. probably will watch and put some clips in because it looks honestly amazing. It looks good. No, I'm on. I'm on Becky's LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. Well, wait a minute. They were married, and yeah. and you were putting your clothes in the closet. I was putting them in the the guest room. <laughs> I did sleep in the marital bed. Just telling the truth. I, I asked you to tell the truth. Five years ago, I have matured and grown up. I don't okay. steal husbands anymore. So. Here's here's the first this is the first twist and then there's like a second twist. Ramona caught uh, Mario cheating with Casey in their house. That was a big deal in the marital bed as she says, which is so weird. But okay, the twist is the couple did the couple be, being Casey and Mario did call it quits early this year after Mario caught Casey cheating red-handed oh. in the home they shared together. Even worse, Mario found out about Casey's affair by installing a hidden camera in their home and oh then he God. called the cops on her and she wouldn't leave after he evicted her. Then, but we don't understand is why she's telling this story now. Why? It's so weird. And then she implies, or she says, the person she was cheating on Mario with was her boss. And then this <laughs> says, ultimately, things didn't work out with Casey and her boss as well. And Casey revealed she's somewhat upset as she now has no job and no money because Mario left her with nothing following their relationship. Well, duh. <laughs> you weren't married. This is like the most TMI interview I've ever maybe seen because I haven't seen it yet. The name of the video is Mistress to Wealthy Famous Men, Casey Dexter Talks. I mean, and- Isn't it just one man? Isn't it just one man? So it's also just like really confusing that this woman took her story to Becky, although I guess it's not confusing because what is this story? Like the story is just like fucking bleak. What's new? Oh, I forgot. I forgot about the other person. You know who else she's dated? Who? Christy Brinkley's ex-boyfriend. Another rich guy. Christy Brinkley's ex, like after Bill, after Peter Billy? Cook, Peter <gasps> Cook. So Brinkley Cook's dad. We've talked about Peter Cook. Oh yeah, we have. Um, but I forget everything. Anyways, yeah. her message to the haters is: if I could say anything to the haters, I don't know why would you ask anyone to say something to the haters. It's that <laughs> if it was not me, it would have been someone else. He was not happy, so we just developed a connection. And I fell madly in love with him. She added. Love it. Okay. Amazing. Um, thank you, Becky What's... in Boca. When you were his mistress, how, how did he spoil you? Um, he rented me an apartment. We went on trips down to Boca, beautiful Boca. Right. Um, where, where we are right now. We are right now. We actually live around the corner. Well, not anymore. <laughs> you seem to move a lot. <laughs> Don't cheat on your boyfriends. <laughs> right. You cheat on your boyfriend, you lose your home. Don't get caught with hidden cameras. We're going to have to keep tabs on Becky and Boca because I feel like I love her. The best thing the best thing about I forgot that I screen grabbed this and put this in the doc. Yeah. One of Casey's friends talked to Page 6 and 
I guess she dated Peter Cook after dating Mario Singer. And so the friend of Casey Dexter says, the insider told us that Dexter thinks Cook is, quote, such a nice guy who is, quote, exactly like Mario. They have the same bodies. <laughs> Both Fuck, they have the same bodies? They have the same bodies. Mm, well, she goes for, she, she has, a, has type. a type. Let's just say she, she has, has a type. type. You know what? She has a type. It's old man body. Okay. Old man body. <laughs> old, um, man, old, old man body. I, I feel like you're still in love with him. I am. I have yeah. the chills. Oh, he's right here in Boca, isn't he? Right around the corner, my home. But I'm, I finished moving everything out. What is in Olivia Colpo's mag? A purple stress rock. That's the only thing I thought was funny. Was a purple stress okay, rock. Good. Um, um, moving on. How is Olivia Munn supporting women's rights? Olivia Munn supports women's rights with a killer necklace. I didn't click. Okay. <laughs> I didn't um, what is Rupert Everett's newest project? Rupert Everett's newest project? Moving in with mom. Actor reveals he's moving back in with his mother, comma eighty three, to help her around the house. Love it. Good for him. Good for him. That was. Those were some good uh, <laughs> lightning round updates. Now we have to talk about the last major topic of the day, which is... Rhymefest. Kanye v. Rhymefest v. Kim Kardashian uh, v. Uh, Donda's house, but not really. Well, so there it's is... It's all regarding Donda's if house. If you know about Kanye stuff, and if you're from Chicago, I think you do. You would know who Rhymefest was. I didn't, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean anything. Obviously, you've heard this podcast. And he's won both an Oscar for the song Glory that she, that he co-wrote with uh, John Legend. And mm-hmm. he's written on Kanye's songs. So he's written a ton of, he's won a ton of Grammys. Um, he wrote some of his best songs. Like he wrote like Jesus Walks and stuff. Like he is. Yep. And then, so the Kanye and him, he had a, um, he had a charity for Chicago youth. Uh, after Kanye's mom died, Kanye gave it him some money. And he said, and he wanted to change the name to Donda's house in honor of Donda. Donda West, and he changed the name, and now where we are now is that Kim tweeted like a slew of like really kind of incendiary tweets, kind of dragging Rhymefest, but then everything in response to that has been so overwhelmingly like what the fuck that I'm almost oh anti Kim right, and I think this is just kind of because also she admits in the tweets that Kanye took away he stopped giving money to Donda's house because um he didn't have any money. Remember when Kanye was broke? Yeah. So he stopped giving money. Obviously, you can't give money to charity. You don't even have money for yourself. Kim's platform is so big that it really can, like, fuck with someone's life. And oh yeah, to do this to someone who it seems like is really just trying to do good things for the community and trying to, like, well, you t- I mean, what? I mean, I, I, I think basically what happened, I mean, we can, we, can, we can get into the details, but the way that this comes across to me is that he's... There has been tension there for a really, really, really sure. long time. Sure. And Rhymefest was like, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Like, you know what? We're dealing with this on our own. But then Kim, the, because Kim made it of course. nasty of course. in front of millions of people, he was like, fuck this. I'm done with this. Like, this doesn't this doesn't appear to have really come out of nowhere. It seems like this has been simmering for a really long time. But Rhymefest has been trying to take the high road. Well, I found some tweets that are a little bit old. But it's him saying, I mean, it's a little, this is like him tweeting at Drake and kind of like shading Kanye saying, at Drake, when good music sends the money they owe you, will you please help us build Kanye's mother's house, rebuild Kanye's mother's house for the youth of Chicago? I spoke to Kanye about it. His response was, fuck the youth of Chicago. Like that is, yeah. um, those are some words. Like those are some words. And mm-hmm. the other, the person who helps with Donna, her name's Donnie Nicole Smith. She tweeted, the only calculating we are doing and have always done for is for the youth in Chicago. You, Kim Kardashian, and your husband, Kanye West, know that. Again, come and speak to the students we've impacted and Google the news on the organization. 
nothing but positive press. So it's like this girl, uh, Yvette Dion tweeted, so Rhymefest agreed to oversee Donda's house and keep Dr. West's name attached to it after Kanye could no longer afford the fund the organization. Meanwhile, Kim is trying to demean an honorable man and Kanye is spending $85,000 on album covers. Got it. Mm-hmm. So even when he was like back with money, he didn't like yeah. give them money or whatever. Give the give the organization named after his Mom. mother. Yeah. Who is helping children. Um, and also Rhymefest and Rhymefest, which is the saddest part about it this, is when Rhymefest is saying like, I had a great relationship with her. Like I loved her and yeah. it, this sucks to have to take her name off, but like this is the only way this is going to actually right. happen. So moving forward, they are taking her name off and they're like, they're moving themselves from like the connection with Kanye. But it's really funny. It's like it's Kim started shit and is completely looking like a monster here. Like not a she monster, does. but she's she loses. She, she loses does. big. Well, it's weird because the the mean like kind of the meanest thing is like the last tweet in her slew of tweets like accusing him of all these like kind of weirdly specific things as she says sorry to all of my followers for flooding my timeline i know you have no idea who rhyme fest oh, yeah. is That's which such is a, really such a mean classic kim drag but she doesn't realize like you you're an adult like right. why are you acting like this right. people know who rhyme fest is who like n- know stuff and like yeah but then but then rhyme fest released that statement saying that very recently kanye reached out to him and was like hey help me with my new album and he was like no well he said yeah so uh dear kim kardashian west i don't care if no one on your timeline knows who i am the people in my community and my city do and that's what matters to me your husband and i have been correspondents for the last two months which you've stated even though you even you saw me in the studio recently like so he was in the studio helping mm-hmm. with this album or whatever and then mm-hmm. basically kind of goes on to say, like, we've done so much stuff for the community and blah, blah, blah. How dare you criticize an organization that you've never actually been to? And whatever, like, if you want to get in touch, get in touch. But we're, like, going to move on or whatever. This just seems like, not that I necessarily believe in karma. This is very, this is like, this is like karma for the Taylor thing. It's just funny that this is the reverse of that, you know? Yeah, I mean. It's, it's the reverse of that. Um, <laughs> Did we explain that well? I don't know. Who knows? I hope so. Let's move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? What is Rita up to? Oh, God. It's more like what Charlie's up to, but still. Yeah. I mean, I think... We love Charlie. We love Rita. This is worth mentioning, I think, because Mm -hmm. I think... I think we're allowed to fairly say, and we love Charlie, and we're allowed to fairly say this, that, like, Charlie, like, helped write the song, and Rita got a lot of the shit because her name was the, like, she's the lead singer on the song. People know her more. And so I think it's only fair that Charlie, like, said something, like, came out and said something. So Rolling Stone went to her and was like, okay, what's the deal with, like, this girl's song? Like, what do you have to say? And she gave, like, a really long and thoughtful answer. But, like, Mm -hmm. what was really funny about it, or funny, like, interesting about it, is she, like, speaks for Rita's bisexuality, which I loved. Like, she Mm -hmm. was like, I I know that Rita's had extremely meaningful relationships with both men and women. She really does have every right to tell her story because she's not doing it from an exploitative viewpoint. She's been with women and had relationships with women. She's been with men, too. So, like, Mm -hmm. but that, I think the thing... the difference is like that's not really what people were like kind of complaining about the most that was like a little bit of the drama but the drama was mostly about the lyrics of the song and like how it dealt with bisexuality not yeah whether rita was gay or not yeah (laughs) and i think 
but I think this was this was good. This is good. I, this this, this is controversy good. is I think over. And again, if the apology is good, I think that's great. I know you. That's a also, good apology. You <laughs> earlier, Bobby was like, because I was like, "Fuck Jason Bateman," blah blah blah, like from that whole thing, which I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah. Jason Bateman is terrible. Google it. And Bobby was like, "Well, he gave a very thoughtful, well, a thoughtful I apology." Think- I think I just think I think that there have been so many bad apologies over yeah. the past like ten months, and that we can still say Jason Bateman is canceled. But I still think he, that is the ty- that is the way you should apologize when you do something wrong. Whether or not whether or not we're going to forgive you right away after the apology is one thing. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like if you don't even put in the like, it's so easy to write an apology that's that good. And Charlie gave a good apology. Jason Bateman gave a good apology. Yeah. You know. But I think it's but also it's like, really it's not, easy to write a bad apology. Right. That's what I'm saying. But the, yeah. it's not much more difficult to write a good one. But and I also so, just think it's funny that you personally have been very much involved in the the celebrity apology game. Like you are like a very you're like a leading expert in celebrity apologies over the mm-hmm. past few years. You <laughs> well, I love the apologies because it's it's like yeah. you should know. Yeah, you should know. You should have an apology in like locked and loaded and ready to go. You know, you should have like an apology. Or you should just know how to apologize. And if you don't know how to apologize correctly, you should have people to. Um, consult with and say, mm-hmm. hey, how do I apologize for this in a respectful way that actually comes off as thoughtful? Or if I can't even be thoughtful, why don't you like help me be thoughtful? Yeah. <laughs> and then I can come but it's up just with like, you apology. know, when you fuck up, you usually fuck up because you don't have a script. You you fuck up when you go off script, when you say something unexpected, like someone asks you a question that you weren't prepared for or yeah, something. Yeah. But it's like with an apology, there's no time limit. Like you have so much time to craft an apology and to put it exactly where you want to put it. So Charlie had a good apology ready to go, but yeah. it's like people who apologize kind of flippantly. It's like, this is, you you have the privilege right now of being able to, the luxury of being able to take your time with it. And when you don't, it's like really stupid. It's so stupid. The bad apology is stupider than the comment that you apologize for usually. Yes, because it just digs you deeper and it just shows how, yeah. like it can really show your real personality and kind of what how you think about what you owe people or what you, you the process, the thought process you go through. Also, hilarious, yeah. if we had to cancel Charlie, we would have nothing to listen to because also this weekend, like the entire time was Charlie music. So oh my God, we listened to so much Charlie. <laughs> we would have uh, to really cancel our entire. Her like, her like old, old, old EP, the, the one with all the. Um... The Super Love EP. Oh my god, super love. Okay, yes. so sorry. You're the one. Look at oh us my just god, like I love sucking you. Sucking up to Charlie. Love you, Charlie. Good apology. Rita, we love you. Support you. Um, isgirlsagoodsong.com. Who knows? Go to it and check it out. Go to it. Isgirlsagoodsong.com. <laughs> What's another thing she did? Here's something she did. Rita Ora puts on an eye popping display in a tiny black lace bra. She enjoys a boat trip in London. <laughs> okay. What's great? That's she looks great. great. Gorgeous. Rita, Rita Ora loves 27. To bounce back. <laughs> this is rude. Gorgeous. Colon. Rita Ora, 27, left nothing to the imagination as she shared some photographs of herself enjoying a boat trip in London on Monday. First of all, she's in jeans. Her whole bottom half is left to the imagination. <laughs> Maybe one-fifth of her upper half is left to the imagination. So much of her is left to the imagination, and Daily Mail is being very rude to her. It's just like, a, it's like, how can we, how can we slut, how can we slut shame yeah. without actually using slut shame language? And so they're like, left nothing to the imagination. Uh, so we're done. We're done. Happy... Hope you had a great Memorial Day. We have another show in June. It goes on sale. I mean, they're on sale already. I think it's nearly sold out, but you should go because this last show last week was so much fun and perfect and wonderful. I know. It's um, like, it can only be better than the last one because I won't let it be worse. Um, yes. <laughs> I can't let it that's be a good worse. Point. That's a really good point. What else is there? Rate and view us on Apple Podcast. And that's it. Yeah. Call us at 619-WHO-THEM. 
Leave your questions and comments, and we will see you on Friday with Who's There? Have a great week. All right. Bye. Bye. You will join us. Yeah. Do the peep. That was a headgum podcast.